1: Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets Mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes Mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Y'all don't know y'all
2: better Like a million bucks, got things in his cups. you mm-hmm. tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah! And listening to me, mm-hmm. put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh yeah, oh, oh. oh, listen, to oh, listen, Steve Harvey. Why well, don't you join me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Turn oh,
3: yeah. Come, Come on, on. Come on. Do your thing, Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well. Okay, here we go. You know wh- what's important, what's what can be a huge part of your success, is if you if you find a balance. If you find a balance in your life, that's that's been very important for me, and I've really never phrased it this way until now. But I was kind of thinking about it after my wife and I. I mean, we set up one night recently, man. For hours. When I tell you we talked for hours, now listen, this the conversation started as an argument. Well, it started as a conversation that turned into an argument that turned into a therapeutic conversation. You know, we just had one of them. And it, and it was hours. But but my wife and I we have a very uh unique way. Uh if one of us starts to raise our voice, the other one just says, hey. Okay, now we're not going to accomplish anything like that. So, so we go okay, okay, and that's usually me, cause I, you know, am a man. The, the one anger that we that we gravitate to quickly more than the other ones, instead of the uh, loving, caring, sharing angle, we we see see men know how to deal with anger really well, cause we know what it means. I'm mad not what I am. Out of all of that, what I what I really learned was you got to find a balance in your life. You know, I often come on here, and this is kind of an inspirational moment of the show, and I, I try to remind people about that most important relationship between you and God. And that's that's the apex of it. That's, that's, the, that's the top of the crown. You've got to form the relationship with God. If you don't, everything else struggles. It's hard to be a good husband without God. It's hard to be a good family man without God it's hard to be successful without God, man. It's hard to be hard to get through this thing called life without God. So that's clear. But at the same time, you can't talk about God 24/7. You got to go to work. Come on, man, let's just be real. I ain't I ain't your pastor and I ain't at your church, but let's just be real about it. You know, and people tell you you got to keep your mind stayed on him and all like that. That's that's a true statement gotta keep your mind stayed in that area. I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but you gotta keep your mind stayed in that area of God, of doing the right thing, caring about people. That's what I took it as. Now, I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm not saying it the way you've been taught. I can only do me. Now, but after that, you got to go to work. You got to have some fun. You got to take care of your business. And that's the balance you have to find. So it, once you, Focus on showing up your relationship with God. You gotta, you gotta balance this now. Now you got to allocate some time. I don't care who you are for your family. If you're gonna have a family, you got to allocate some time for them. See, we can't just marry these women or make these kids and then neglect them. And fellas, especially if I'm talking to men out here and ladies, you can listen too. but listen, if you find yourself struggling in your life, man, and you can't seem to get it together, let's just go over a couple of things. The first two things, if you find yourself struggling, you can't seem to pull it together and reach your goals and get to where you want to go. Let's just do a check. How is your relationship with God? And then next How much time are you taking to allocate for your family? Now, your family don't always live in your house. But if you made them, they are yours. And the responsibility to them is never lessened because you don't stay there no more. Because you and the girl broke up. You and the woman don't speak. Hey, man, that don't ever release you from the obligation. Feel me when I'm telling you this now. Cause I'm not telling you something I'm wondering about. I've had to live through them years. So two things you can start looking at. If you're not where you want to be and you ain't you ain't really solid and you can't figure out why you keep spinning your wheels. Have you just done a random inventory, man? Have you just checked on your relationship with God? Have you checked on the time you're spending dedicated towards your family, your children that you created? If, if them two things is out of sync, man, that, that I can tell you right now, you can go on and get to explaining yourself away just like that. Hey, man, how come you ain't where you want to be? Well, because, man, I really ain't. Well, if you really ain't, then you really ain't. The third thing is you got to allocate the necessary time for your business. You got to handle your business. All of this, man, is, is the way it works. And the order. The order is God first, family second. Then you got to handle all your business. But as men, this is what we do: if I don't handle my business, I can't take care of my family. True statement. But if your business is in front of your family, you out of order. Now, nah, that's all we're talking about now, ain't it? See, that's that's all we're really saying here now, fellas. You know, you know. I mean, I mean. Come on, man. You know, let's. Let's have a real conversation about being better. You know, if you done created these children, you got to handle your business. You may not like the girl no more. You and the woman might have broken up. Y'all might go your own way. But what that got to do with the child, though, man, you got to handle your business. They got to know who daddy is. That's your obligation, man, and God ain't letting you off the hook for that. Try it. Go ahead and try it. And, and think you're going to get off the hook with that because you're not, man. you just not. I'm sorry, man. Dog, no, Steve, why you coming like that? Because I did it like that. I did it, man. I was over here trying to reshape my life, get myself up on my feet. When I was homeless, man, and trying to come back, man, I thought I had to take care of me first and then so I can neglect it. Caring about them kids. Man, that ain't how it worked, man. God kept his knee on my neck for a long time for that one right there till I finally learned the lesson. Hold up, man. Put these phone calls in. Go spend some time. Do something. And, and it started turning around for me. You know, I can't be there all the time because I am out here on the grind and the hustle. But at the same time, man, some more phone calls, some more letters, some more ha ha he hees something. Then take care of your business, man. You got to work hard to be successful. You know, I, sometimes I don't put that in there. I just live it and I expect my sons to emulate that. But I got to talk to them all the time. How hard you got to work to be something. It's an all-out assault on it, man. If you got a target in mind, you got a goal, you got to wake up every day trying to get there. And you can't get tired of it because it never ends. You're going to always be this way. That's how life is designed and set up. You got to be a hard worker, man. If you're always looking for some time to chill and, man, I want to go do what I want to do, you ain't going to make it. In order to be successful, you have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing. And work is the thing that most of us are uncomfortable doing. It's so much easier to chill. Man, I wish I could kick back with a cigar, man, all the time. But I can't, man. I can't. Because I got to work. Then the last piece of the balance, pie. Balance piece is you got to take some time out to enjoy yourself. But if you ain't where you want to be, you ain't got a lot of time to enjoy yourself. Quit thinking, man, that this balance is even. It's a whole lot of God, a whole lot of family, a whole lot of business, and a little bit of chilling. The chilling can't be equal to the family, the business, or your God. If the chilling is equal to any of them, you ain't going to make it. Quit chilling, man, and go to work like a man. Do what you supposed to do. Work on your family. Work on your relationship. Work on your God. Work on your business. And then when you chill, you might not chill as long, but you sure gonna chill bigger. You gonna ball bigger, baby. You're listening to the you, Steve Harvey baby. Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> undivided, all of it, full house. Yeah. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning. <gasps> Carla Pharrell.
4: Good morning. What's up, Steve?
3: Junior. Morning, huh? That damn J. Anthony Brown.
5: Like I never left,
1: but I'm back.
5: Woo-hoo! What? What?
1: <laughs> and the fool. <laughs> yes, sir. my in the, In the building. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's,
4: that's, that's more like the Tommy we know right there. Team Tommy, baby. He was a little Right here, baby.
1: Don't my partner crying back up in here. You hear me? Right, he on. in here. Yeah. Yeah. He uh-huh. in here.
0: What is disloyal self,
1: though? However you do it is good.
2: Uh-huh.
1: He ain't here. That's Up my partner. Here. He live here.
3: Yeah. Got that, that ain't what he was saying while you was missing uh, that. Right? Mm, mm, mm. oh, talking about man. me? What? Oh, oh man, <laughs> how much, how he enjoyed all the extra time to talk. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> you know, how, you know.
5: Ooh, yesterday's yeah. show you know was what? outstanding, Jay. they trying to break us up, and I'm not on <laughs> <in> that. <there. laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: but we're glad you're back. Welcome back Jay. Yeah, welcome I, back, I, Jay. I went. I, went,
5: I really though I was a, a sad occasion. I went to a funeral. Two of my friends committed suicide. Real talk.
2: Really?
7: What? I'm sorry, yeah. Jay.
5: They got married. Seriously. I'm joking.
7: Jay,
1: Jay, Jay. Jay,
2: Okay, see,
1: see, that's too much.
3: Jay. I wasn't worried about it at all. I was going to ask her, what's they together?" Oh gosh, Steve. No, really. They I was going to you. You knew
1: immediately, huh? Oh, I knew right.
3: I was going. My next question was, what's they together?"
5: Oh, really, Jay? Congratulations, House and Karen. That was a, that was a, was a. It's the best wedding I ever been to in my life. Really. Wait, wait, wait. House got married. Yeah, house got married.
8: House got who? House. Again?
4: No house. <laughs> I
5: know house got married again. Yeah, house got married. Mm-hmm. So
4: Jay, did it? Did it make you feel like you wanted to jump the broom?
5: No, it wasn't that damn good.
3: <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't talking about house.
5: Yeah, yeah, my buddy. House, right? dog. Uh-huh. Randy, great house. Yeah. You man, he been over to the show. Yeah, hold man. Hold up, dog. Was house on five heartbeats? No,
3: not. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. You he he been over to what show?
5: He came over to the Super show. You show. sitting in the audience?
2: Yeah.
3: Oh no, no. Hey, the yeah, house, I mean. the house I used to play golf with.
5: Oh no, 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 no. Oh no, no.
3: Oh, that's
2: who to I'm to thinking his about. Nah.
3: About, no, no, I, no, I was two thinking about Randy. That I done
5: in a long time.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm
5: thinking. Wedding. Yeah. And I ate some chicken.
4: Oh, Ooh. that's right. You, you back. broke your vegan diet. No, no, man. You back, Jay? Or, How
5: was that chicken, though, Jay? I backslid. You were crazy. I it. was that chicken. I ate chicken. It was Tommy was so damn good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you yeah. when you whisper it, when you yeah, whisper what you're talking <laughs> about, It was like, I, it was I, like exactly. I left a long
1: lost friend. <laughs> <laughs> it was so damn good. <laughs> I know
3: exactly yeah. what you're talking about, D- man.
5: I H- ate the skin and all, come the bones, on. everything, man. The yeah. bones? You ate the bones? <laughs> I ate no, the marrow. No, the bones, <laughs> did the you, pepper.
4: Didn't you say, Steve, you're a vegan until your next uh But you can't meal. be a
5: vegan down south. It don't even make yeah. sense to go down there with that.
4: All right, we'll, no. co- we'll come back with uh, something funny. We're going to play a little comedy roulette since Jay is back. We'll be back at 32 after the hour, God, right after this.
6: That. You're listening Let's to the me, Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest will be former President Obama and White House advisor Valerie Jarrett. We're going to talk to Ms. Jarrett about her brand new book, Finding My Voice, My Journey to the West Wing and the Path Forward. But right now, it is time for something funny.
5: Uh, Jay, please step up to the mic. Comedy roulette, baby. Mm -hmm. Since we have four comedians on this show, Uh Judy's a comedian, Tommy's Mm -hmm. a comedian, I'm a comedian, Steve's a comedian, And what we do is we take four subjects, we put them on the wheel, we spun the wheel. Where it stops, we can make it funny because we're all comedians. Junior's a comedian, Tommy's a comedian, I'm a comedian, and Steve's a comedian. (laughs) And you're stupid. And so we can make it funny. And the reason we can make it funny is because Junior's a comedian, I'm a comedian, (laughs) I'm his comedian, and Steve Harvey is king Work of
4: his comedian. nerves, Jay. Work his nerves. Hey man, if you don't
3: <laughs> spin this ragged-ass wheel, <laughs> All
4: spin right. the wheel. Let me give you the category, Steve. Just uh, guy back. You're about to be in a long conversation when dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. That's a good one. Uh, good stuff it. you say to people who have on an, an ugly Easter outfit. Okay. Wow, oh Easter's my. coming up Ooh. this Sunday. Uh, what food you can eat hot or cold? Mm-hmm. Mm. And something you wore to school and hated. Ah. Oh,
5: spun oh, it. So spun amazing. the
2: right.
4: wheel.
5: Shirley. Yeah. Turn
2: that
4: well, it better be funny then.
2: <laughs>
4: Whoa. It stopped on stuff you say to people who have an ugly Easter outfit
5: okay. just in I time for to, Easter. Let, let me go first. Here yeah. we go. Oh, my God. You put polka dots and plaid together. How did you do that? Mm.
2: Uh, yeah. You're a
4: comedian. <laughs>
8: <laughs> What's the stuff you're probably going to say this weekend? Huh. Mm-hmm. That's probably some stuff we we'll going to be saying on Sunday. Okay. I know I'm going to go to church Sunday. I'm going to have to tell somebody, I can't see you getting into heaven with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how you going to get in.
2: Junior's
8: a comedian. I don't see how <laughs> that's going to get Cause yeah. Junior's a comedian. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to hit him with it like this. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Man, let me tell you something, boy. Woo, mm. you got blind people feeling good right now. You hear me? Woo!
6: <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy's a
2: comedian.
3: <laughs> hey, dog, let me ask you something. That come in any other color?
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this
3: color? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you ain't want to tone it down a <laughs> little no bit.
2: Steve's a comedian. <laughs> because Steve's a comedian.
5: All right, yeah. how about this right here? Now, that's a lot of lime.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. mm. This ah. yeah. Yeah.
8: stuff you say to people who have on the ugly Easter outfit. Uh, hey uh, man, uh, your skin tone and your suit ain't supposed to match. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's not.
1: Y'all
2: uh-huh.
1: People okay. wearing ugly outfits during Easter time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, do you know that color ain't nowhere in the color box? That right <laughs> there, that, that ain't nowhere in there. I thought I knew every color. That ain't crayons. in Because Tommy's a comedian.
2: Uh-huh.
5: Here's another one.
1: Here's another
5: one. Oh, man, I like how you mix that up. Shorts with a cape. How'd you do that, dog? <laughs> <though? laughs> <laughs>
2: It, baby. Oh, that Rock. visual! You rocking it, man. Come on, Steve.
3: My man. I guess the Easter Bunny naked, huh? <laughs>
8: yeah. uh, stuff you say to people who have old, ugly outfits. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. What you doing? Pimp service is at seven. Regular colors is at noon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean. All right, here it is. Uh-huh.
1: Woo! Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> That'll make Jesus come down off that cross right there, boy. That right there. That right there. All right, Might one. make here's him here come on head. down. Oh, uh.
5: my God. Man, you used all the fabric, huh? You didn't throw <laughs> none of it away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: come on, Steve.
3: Man, look over there. Look, look over there. Look on that back row right there. that look like an Easter basket.
2: <laughs> oh goodness. Oh goodness.
8: It's a, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's going to be one in there. <laughs>
2: yeah. Ah.
8: <laughs> go ahead. Uh, All right. I like the way the did that. Hey, look over there. Don't his suit look just like when TV, when it go off?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the color ball. Go ahead, Tommy.
1: So now is that a uh is that a 38 piece suit or is that a
5: forty piece suit? I can't oh, I didn't lost count, dog. I'm trying oh, to figure out
2: I mean, okay, what well, is Steve, that?
5: you can add to this one. Dog, that's a lot of pockets. A lot
3: of pockets.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you must go do the magic show for the kids later. <laughs>
4: pull a rabbit
3: out of one of these pockets. Can we pull a rabbit out <laughs> of <to a> pocket, <laughs> your pockets, your ass everywhere. Oh,
4: goodness. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Good
8: uh, excuse me, brother. I uh, got a message from the sun. Can you tone it down?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: You're blinding the sun? <laughs> Maybe you say to somebody with an ugly Easter outfit. <laughs>
1: uh, uh. So let me ask you something. Do the uh, draws go with that, too? I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out if I'm all that... Work together. Do the drawers, go <laughs> On the garments too. All right. All right. I got one. Uh-huh. Steve, you close out.
5: Now, that. Now, that fabric don't make you itch because it's making me itch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. double breast burlap. Stuff you that say to warm. people
4: who have on an ugly Easter outfit.
1: Must have
3: been on sale, huh?
5: <laughs> <laughs> let me let me oh, add to that, Steve. Because yeah. that jacket's kind of young on you, man. <laughs> yeah. It
2: must yeah. have been
0: on sale. <laughs> you guys. I can't wait for Sunday.
1: <laughs> We're Some people see, ain't going. We're He's
5: gonna see it. all of this though. We're oh, gonna see you're gonna all see this. it, yeah. Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see all of that, right? Yeah,
4: all right, coming up uh next, more fun, the nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back right after this.
5: You're
6: listening to the Steve Harvey morning show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest will be former President Obama and White House advisor, Ms. Valerie Jarrett. Uh, we will talk to Ms. Valerie about her brand new book called, called Finding My Voice, My Journey to the West Wing and the Path Forward. Right now, time for some more foolishness. You know, <laughs> it's what we do best on this show. The nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got, Nath?
1: The ring. <sighs> <laughs> The ring.
4: (laughs) You are stupid.
1: (laughs) It's about the ring. Carla, Shirley, y'all got rings? Y'all know it's about the ring. (laughs) Okay, so let's chop, chop. Let's get to it. Cat dog, the ring.
9: (laughs) Hello?
10: Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Denise please. Uh, Yes, this is she. Hi, Denise. My name is Gavin. I'm I'm actually the head jeweler here at Diamond
9: no, how you doing?
10: I'm good. You brought your ring in. What was it last week? I I, I actually wasn't here, but you gave it to one of my salespersons yes. and um yes you, you wanted to get it resized as well as, as as get it appraised, correct? Yes,
9: yes, yes. And you don't have to tell him I did that. I
10: did the
9: appraisal <laughs> on my own.
10: <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Listen, I actually did resize the ring. And, okay. and first of all, let me be the first to say. Um, uh, congratulations. When, when is your wedding?
9: Thank you. I'm getting married in September.
10: Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank Listen, you. I don't know how to tell you this. Now, as far as the appraisal is concerned, I've looked at your ring over and over, and <laughs> this this ring is probably worth maybe fifty dollars. Excuse me. I've, I've 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 been I've been in this business for over twenty years.
9: But you know what? I'm confused on what you just said.
10: And I understand that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that. I've been in this business for over twenty years. I've seen so many different pieces of jewelry,
2: mm-hmm. and this
10: is something that you that you buy late night on an infomercial mm-hmm. for nineteen ninety nine. This this is a cubic zirconian stone, and the the gold is not real at all. It's wait, like wait, gold Wait, plated. wait, 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 wait. You
9: wait. You lost me. You lost me. As much money as my man make, and as much money as my father is putting down on his wedding, or has put down. And you gonna Ma'am, I understand here.
10: everything you're saying, but, Denise, honestly, I... No, 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 no. no. I, what I, I need you want... to do
9: is hold on. Wait, 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 I need, wait, No, no, wait. no, no. I need you to hold on because we need to call Victor. Wait, wait,
10: ma'am. Right, no, no. no. First of all, I can't... Wait. No, sir. Wait,
9: wait, wait. No, sir, wait, sir, wait, wait, wait. wait. Sir, hold the on. You... Hold can on. You... Okay, on. Can you slow down for a second? Because
10: I need with... you to just... hold on because we're going to get you on phone, okay? Wait, wait, wait. What
9: are you trying to What are you trying to do? Sir, I need you to repeat to what you just said to me. Okay, man, that's I can I in need in the you middle to... of personal stuff, man. I... You, you, oh, you're in it. It's personal now. So I need you to hold on, okay?
10: Oh, sh- She calling her sh- man. Okay, thank, thank, thank. Hello?
9: Victor. Hey, I need you to listen to this girl that's on the phone. I'm, I want you to hear this sh- that he just
10: told me. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the, what's the problem?
9: What you mean, what's the problem? He's going to tell you what the problem is. Go ahead on, on, sir. Go ahead on, on. Who's uh, this?
10: Uh, hello? Yeah, who's this? All right, my name is Gavin. I'm from uh, Diamond's and actually, your wife—I mean, well, your fiancee rather—she she brought her ring in to actually be resized. Yeah. And we we also did an appraisal on the ring for her, and actually, the ring is estimated to be only in the worth of around fifty dollars.
9: Mm-hmm. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty. That's what
11: the man said. On, wait, well, fifty dollars. Hold, hold, hold on, Denise. Hold on, Denise. Well, sir, uh, obviously there's some sort of mistake. Sir.
9: Now, what you got to say about that, Victor? Hold,
11: hold on. $50. Uh, that's That's got to be some kind of mistake. So what would you say your name was, sir?
10: My name is Gavin. I work here at Diamonds. I'm the head jeweler here. I've been here for 20 years. And, yeah, uh, well, there, there's, there's no way that that mm-hmm.
11: ring is worth $50. I know what I paid for it, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. obviously there's some sort of mistake.
2: Mm-hmm. It, sir, it, there's you, not it, a mistake. Never- I've
10: been dealing with jewelry. I've seen it. I, I can pretty much look at a ring but I actually went into detail on this one as I do all of them and so I promise you this is probably maybe between forty and fifty dollars before his workers it's you No, no mm-hmm. a- absolutely mm-hmm. not that's mm-hmm. that's impossible I mean,
9: how, how is I, that I impossible haven't. he's the jeweler you heard him say he's been doing it for twenty dude, years this, so how is that impossible dude, I don't understand that. Like, all the money that my dad is putting down on this wedding and you gonna mean, pay fifty dollars for sir, a you ring? Bought
10: a, you bought a cheap ring, sir.
11: No, 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 no. I did not buy a cheap ring.
9: Yes, this
11: is this is this is obviously some kind of mistake. You didn't got. You oh, didn't you got
9: sure got that right. <laughs> you sure got that right. So what you got to say for yourself? Fifty dollars? You
11: can't. You cannot believe that that's right. That's, this is obviously some
10: kind of mistake. Mm, sir. Uh, right.
9: Oh, it is a mistake. A mistake in me thinking I'm gonna get married to the man of my dreams.
10: I do have the engagement ring that was purchased and bought for your wife and, No, I don't you know, think you, I don't think, to think to you be, do. I don't
11: think you have my ring because if you uh, had my ring uh, you wouldn't
10: be telling me it's worth $50. Uh, sure, I, uh, I have the ring that, that your wife uh, that your fiance brought, fiance. brought in. Fiancé? I ain't his wife yet.
11: Hold on, hold on. The man is trying to explain. I'm trying to get to the bottom. <laughs> okay, excuse you? me. Excuse
10: thank me. you, thank
11: you. So you have – I don't think you have the right ring, uh Sir, Mr.
10: I have the right ring, and what I'm letting you know, sir, is that this is something you buy on an infomercial in, the, in 2 o'clock yeah. oh, in the oh, morning. Man, on, man. Oh. dude.
11: You don't know, uh, uh, – Infomercial. you like that? I ain't buying no a damn ring on an infomercial. I bought the ring from a reputable establishment. I have the receipt. Hmm. I have the certificate. So – Obviously, the mistake is on your end. Where are Sir, you the talking?
10: mistake is not here. Sir, you bought a piece of junk.
9: Mr., so he's been doing it all these years. How the hell he going to make hey, a mistake? Where
11: the f*** you come off telling me I bought a piece of junk? I know what I bought. If there's any mistake that's been made, it's on your
10: end. Where, Sir, it's, where, it's not on my, my end. end. Here, I oh, hold, hold on. First don't, don't raise, raise the this, this, this way, this way, this way, to
9: this way this you one thing, to My dad is paying too much money for this wedding, I so your dog going to pay 50 on dollars for a on wedding. You wait till I tell him this Chill.
10: Hold on. First of all, I don't appreciate Sir, you. Sir, I want to tell you this. This is a typical case of you trying to pawn it off mm-hmm. on us because there you, you bought a there piece of go. junk for fifty bucks.
9: Oh, all the money that you dogs on bacon I get fifty dollars worth of a ring.
11: Denise, hold on, let me talk to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Where are you calling me yeah, from?
9: Get to talking. Get to talking. Limons. Mm-hmm. Dollars,
11: I never heard of that where is it? Mm-hmm. So your wife knows exactly where it is. She's the one that brought the ring in. I tell you what, I'm gonna come down there to see the ring that you're talking about. If it's not the ring that I gave my girl, I'm gonna take seventy six hundred dollars
10: out of your because that. Wait, what wait, I'll wait. wait the the f- so <laughs> now you wanna jump on me because you bought your wife a piece of? Come on and now. And you wanna put it on me?
11: You, you don't tell me what the. I know what the. I spent on a ring, and you, I don't know what kind of you trying to pull. First of all, I don't appreciate you coming to my household trying to mess my. And you want to come at me with this I know the
10: ring better be real. <laughs> I know that. If I were you, Miss Denise, I would not marry somebody hey, that's hey, going to hey, be... I'm coming, I'm looking for your punk And you know
9: what, My You don't get the ring, and it ain't right, man. You're going to go
11: at it. Can I say one more thing to both of you all? Better, I tell you what, if it ain't some that I want to hear, me and you are going to have some more problems.
10: This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by Denise's sister, That <laughs> <laughs> That's why
9: she ain't got no man today. Wow. wow.
11: That's uncool, man. <laughs> wow. That's uncool, Tommy. you about to start some
9: wow. <laughs> Vic, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm
10: sorry. Oh, I will make man. it up you know, to you. know, you do not with sorry. a black woman's ring? I got to ask y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Wow. <laughs> the,
9: the Steve, Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
4: All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, Valerie Jarrett will be our special guest right after this.
0: AT&T understands this too. your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com bestdeals best deals restrictions apply.
3: All right, everybody, our special guest, as promised, is senior advisor to the Obama Foundation. Uh, She's also an advocate for social justice, former government official, and now a best-selling author. Uh, Her brand-new book is called Finding My Voice. It's my journey to the West Wing and the path forward. Now, in this book, everybody, uh, it gets really good because she highlights a really remarkable journey that she's had from childhood to her time spent in the White House and life beyond it. So let's find out more about the book. Please welcome to the show our friend Miss Valerie Jarrett.
12: <laughs> thank hey, you so much. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, thank oh, you welcome. Welcome. For welcoming me so warmly to your show.
3: It's really good. I I got to congratulate you cuz you were for just being the longest serving senior advisor to President Barack Obama. That's a great, just a great
12: accomplishment. Well, I would not have left a day before he did. In fact, I left at about 1159 on January 20th, 2017, and he left at about 1158. So I wanted to go right behind him and say goodbye. Mm -hmm. It was an amazing, amazing mm -hmm. journey to be on with both President Obama and Mrs. Mm. Obama. Come back,
3: Lord Jesus. Come back. (laughs) man. man, Exactly, right? Lord, do we miss him. You were the senior advisor to President Obama for all these years. You've got to have some really, really interesting stories.
12: I do. I do. It was an interesting eight years, I can tell you that. That is for sure. Uh, and, and a privilege, Steve, every single day, of such a privilege to see the challenges keep, that keep. President Obama faced up close and personal and to watch how he made decisions. And I'm, I'm Tanya. Oh, my goodness. I hunger for a president or any elected official who is willing to put his own self-interest aside, his own, you know, he didn't react when people would yell at him at a State of the Union address. You lie. He never responded when the Republicans snubbed him. He just kept trying to do the people's book. And I think that's a president we could all be proud of. And I'm just just honored to have been a part of that administration and so much of what i learned on the ground in chicago working for mayor harold washington the first black mayor of chicago Mm -hmm. uh where you are proximate to the people you serve Mm -hmm. that taught me so much about service Mm -hmm. and that you should not ever lose sight of why you're there and i just i've been so disappointed to see the republicans just for years now Forget about the people and focus on the politics. And you can't do that. And we, we deserve better. And the only way that changes is if we all get out there and vote.
1: Yep. That,
3: that's been right? a rallying cry for quite some time. And I think, Absolutely. I hope that people are sick enough to get out and do something about it. You know, we can beat this electoral system. You know, yes, we really we can. can. We just got to vote.
12: We have to do it, and not just for the president, but it matters who's your mayor, who's on your city council, your state legislature, your state's attorney, making decisions about prosecutions. It all matters, and we have to change the culture. And you know, Mrs. Obama and I started this new organization called When We All Vote, nonpartisan, but just designed to change the culture so people appreciate, particularly the black community, people sacrifice so much for us to have the right to vote. Hmm. None of our children should get a pass on not voting. When they are adults, they need to vote in every (laughs) election their entire lives.
3: Absolutely. And so do we. We got to vote. We got to be the example for our children. So tell me this, Valerie. Uh, What's the takeaway? When people are reading Finding My Voice, what do you want the readers to get from this memoir?
12: Steve, I started out shy, painfully shy. I started out insecure, where I didn't even listen. I didn't trust my own voice. That's that quiet one inside of us. And when Harold Washington was elected mayor of Chicago, I was practicing law at a big, fancy law firm. Miserable. I was in the middle of a bad marriage. I married the boy next door. That did not work out. And I thought that my life was kind of falling apart. And a friend of mine said, why don't you try public service? You feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself. And so I swerved. I did a zigzag. I did something where I took a cut in salary, a cut in stature, so people thought, but I did what I knew was right for me. And I want people to have the courage to swerve out of their comfort zone, mm. to take a chance, to do something that's unconventional, just like my dad did when he went off to Iran, mm. and recognize that that's where the adventure is. And, oh. and I, was, I spent my young adulthood playing it safe. And... I wasn't really even very good at my job, let alone feeling like I was doing anything that would make my daughter proud of me one day. And so I'm hoping, as I've told my story about how I found my voice and then what I chose to do with it, which is to try to be a catalyst for positive change and help empower other people to find theirs, that in reading it, people will see themselves in my story and recognize mm-hmm. that just because you start out as a shy young girl doesn't mean that you can't grow up up to be a senior advisor to the
3: president of the united states wow that's right. exactly what you yes. did valerie jarrett i gotta tell you hey listen everybody i want you to listen to this finding my voice my journey to the west wing and the path forward it's in all stores now and it's available online i want the book because i'm in a period in my life where i i gotta i gotta do something different you know i gotta and I just wanna hear, because I like hearing people who stepped out of their comfort zone to go do something else. Cause that's really what I'm thinking of doing. And I just wanna, you know, it could probably be some enlightening encouragement in it for me and for all of you out there. Cause all of us, if you aren't outside your comfort zone, that's usually where success is anyway. So you're gonna have to get out of it to make it. So Valerie <laughs> <exactly> Jarrett, right. <laughs> that's the book, Finding My Voice, My Journey to the West Wing and the Path Forward is online and in stores now. Valerie Jarrett, we love you, girl. Thank you so much.
12: I love you. Right back. Thank you so much. And hello to everybody in your listening audience. I just respect and love everything about you. So thank you for having me on.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, Valerie Jarrett. Yeah. Uh
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Well, yesterday it was all about Beyonce. Uh, yes, wasn't it, though? Beyonce yeah, delivered. it again. Yeah, man. she did. I mean, she's always doing special things for her sp- for her fans. And yesterday was no different. She delivered a special gift to her fans overnight. Queen Bee dropped a 40-track, did you hear me, 40-track live wow. album to yes. coincide with her new Coachella Netflix netflix concert film okay it's called homecoming a film by beyonce 40 songs 40
8: 40 40 there's some
5: dudes in the basement right now i can't finish that one damn song Been How it
8: you let beyonce do 40, Who does
4: this? 40? 40
8: yes. so
2: that's my age.
5: 40 tracks yes. yeah
4: it, homecoming <laughs> uh the live album was released shortly after midnight to streaming services and includes wow. a brand new song Uh, The album was recorded at her 2018 headline performance at Coachella. That was last year, of course. Now, Steve, Mm -hmm. you're going to love this. There's a bonus track on the album. It's her cover of Frankie Beverly and Mazes' Before I Let Go. Mm. Gotta hear it.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hear it. <laughs> she put a little New Orleans beat with
12: it. I bought the
0: album. I'm of ready. <laughs> all 40 um, tracks. We know you did. Yeah, all 40 oh, you
4: tracks. Ready? Yeah. No. Wow. Yes. 40, 40 tracks. Mm. In the
8: car right now. Wait. Yeah.
4: I haven't had yeah. a chance to watch the special yet. I plan to do that this weekend. Of course, though. Yeah. 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 Netflix and chill. Man. Have you right seen after it?
3: Friday, I'm off. Oh yeah. I'm gonna yeah. do some. Well, my girl will be back home. Oh
5: yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I watch it with oh, the sound. Oh, we're gonna we're
3: gonna really lay around naked a lot, so
5: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Right. you ain't got this special time. <laughs> I'm
5: gonna just be real with
8: you. What time that's gonna be so I don't call?
5: Yeah, so we don't <laughs> pop up over there and I'm it.
3: telling your ass not to call no damn way.
5: And you already
3: can't pop over my house, try.
5: Wow.
2: He's just oh, playing Coming oh, yeah. in with my eyes shut. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. But congratulations though to uh Queen yeah. B Beyonce. I mean Forty tracks.
0: 40. Yes. Yep. She's yep. A that's, that's yeah.
4: amazing. She said she ballooned up to two hundred and eighteen pounds with the twins and mm-hmm. uh, she had to have an emergency C section. These mm-hmm. are some of the things she talks about. In which the, uh, which
0: makes you bow down bow, to her yeah. even more Yeah. cuz she did that and then did Coachella the next year Right the next That's year a bad girl baby. right
4: she had yes. 8 months to get into Coachella shape and she did it Ooh. 8 months she <laughs> did it she said she didn't need any carbs any meat any sugar any fish just so. got leave? <laughs> <laughs> what that leaf
1: leaves
4: what's that leaves. All right, coming up at 34 after the hour when Easter speeches go wrong. Go
6: wrong. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, everybody knows that Easter is on Sunday, this Sunday, which means it's time for the kids to give their Easter speeches. Here's some examples, yeah, for when Easter speeches go badly, okay? Mm -hmm. Today, we'll have speeches by little Jay... Mm-hmm. little Junior, hi. little Tommy over there, <laughs> and look at him over there. Hi, little Stevie. All right, this first speech will be by little
5: Jay. Okay, 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 okay. Easter is more than just bunnies. Okay, Easter is more than just bunnies and candy. Uh-oh, I got boo-boo.
2: <laughs> uh
5: Okay, uh, that didn't go well.
4: Okay, now it's time for Little Junior. Little Junior? He is not here. He has
8: risen, just as he said. Hey, Bob. Hey, Daddy. Bobby, there's my other brother and sister that Daddy told me not to
4: tell you about.
2: Hey, (laughs) y'all. There's
4: a lot going on besides the fact that he has <laughs> asthma. Um, uh, okay, uh, we need to have a speech by little Tommy now. Come on up, little Tommy.
1: Here come Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hey, there got Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson come over to the house every day after daddy go to work. Hey, Mr. Johnson. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mr.
2: Johnson. You're not
1: right. Oh, God. Oh,
4: okay, every, everyone calm down. Um, uh, uh it, Now it's time for little Steve. Come on up, little Steve. Oh,
3: jeez. The, <laughs> the, the many years ago on on the cross he died.
2: Yes.
3: Hey, daddy. That's your boss, the one you call the big fat stupid bastard. Oh! <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, okay,
4: okay. Okay. Oh, um, okay, uh Quiet, everyone. Uh, let's get back to little Jay. Come on, come on, little Jay. Uh, your turn. <laughs>
5: uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he, he died, but on the he died, he died, but on he died, but on the seventh day he <laughs> rose. Hey, that's the guy to give Daddy them little packs of sugar. Huh?
2: Huh? Oh, that's the
5: dope don't
2: dope. Yeah, what in the world? Little
3: <laughs> right, tiny
4: packs oh, that Daddy oh, put in his pocket. Oh, okay, uh, it's moving. Lying. That's the guy. Hey. Okay, don't moving. Speak to him. <laughs> moving right along with our Easter program. Uh, it's time once again for Little Junior. Little Junior. Who are you? <laughs> He gave his life for us that we could be. <laughs>
8: hey, that's the lady that comes out of the building that has dancers on it. And daddy always give her body and says,
4: this is for the baby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, lady. <laughs>
4: Can we ever get through her. this? Um, uh, little Tommy, little, little Tommy, you have your speech ready now? Your One, second part? Uh-huh. One,
1: Tall ears yeah. Twinkly nose Tiny tail hey, hey mommy And dad That's the lady that's got a little boy that look just like me and daddy
4: Now Now Hey We'll end it right here uh, with, with little Stevie
3: Okay <coughs> Well we sure we ain't gonna end it with this one Cause Easter is a day for dressing up Hey, Dad, they're going to demand to give me
5: $5 to stay downstairs to play video games. Hey, Mr. Carter, <laughs> thanks for the money.
2: Oh, they run
5: out
8: of another five next Friday.
2: Okay. Uh, Daddy, you
8: don't know him. That's, that's Mr. Carter.
4: And that concludes... Daddy,
8: Daddy, Daddy why are you choking Mr. Carter? <laughs>
4: Happy Easter! Yes, that concludes our Easter program for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everyone. Come on, boys.
3: My mama (laughs) fainted.
4: All right, up next, guys, Tommy's prank phone call uh, right after this.
6: (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, something wasn't smelling right. But uh, right now, the nephew Ooh. is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff?
1: Six to ten.
6: Oh, Lord. <laughs> Six to ten.
1: Yeah. You got to be aggressive with it, y'all. You know and, what I
6: mean?
1: and loud, you know, you too, to be, I guess. You got to be in prank mode. When you, you ain't in prank ain't mode, time. it don't work right. Now watch this right here.
2: Fix the 10!
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. One more time. Fix
2: the (laughs) 10! Run that cat. (laughs) Sorry.
10: Hello? Hello. I'm just trying to speak to a Latrenda, please.
13: This is Latrenda. Who is this?
10: uh, Hey, you work at the sandwich shop?
13: Yes, I do. Who is this?
10: Okay, was you there? Did you work last Wednesday, like, from 6 to, I guess, 6 to close?
13: Yeah, I work every Wednesday. Yeah,
10: who who is this? Hey, my name is Ralph, uh, and I I, I basically, um, uh you know, looked around to try and get your phone number. I got a oh. bit of a complaint. Ralph,
13: wait, 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 wait. Wait, you calling me with a complaint on my cell phone? Who gave you my number?
10: Uh, I've done the research to get your number, ma'am. And what I'm calling you about is, while I was in there getting a sandwich and eating, I'm realizing that you came out of the bathroom without washing your hands. And when Bullsh- you-
13: First of all, you need to be calling the corporate headquarters if you got a complaint, or you call that 800 number on the back of your receipt. Don't be calling my cell phone. Whoever gave you gave you my cell phone, I'ma whoop that.
10: Hey, listen, listen. The problem is, is that you coming out not washing your hands. No,
13: no. The problem, I don't never come out and not wash my hands. First of all, you, I've been uh, working d- at, I've been working there for three years. Okay. Don't be coming to me with no bull**** that I hadn't came out and not washed my hands.
10: I guess you ain't been washing your d- hands for no. D- three years and you 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 coming out you know unsanitizing this way you treating people
13: don't first of all don't be calling my phone talking about I I ain't washed my hands. Like I said, I've been there three years. I've been employee of the month six times. Don't be coming to me with none of this bull I
10: don't like know how you employ of the month. You must be the nasty employee of the month, because you coming out, you're not washing your hands. I saw you scratch who your the, head who and the hell your is face this? and you who ain't putting this? no <laughs> gloves on. Who is he-
13: I always put gloves on my hands. L- L- you t- ain't t- have no gloves I on there last no I don't, don't know through? who the hell you think you are, but don't be calling my phone with this You need to be calling headquarters if you got a complaint.
10: I tell you what, I'm going to call headquarters. I'm coming there tomorrow to see if you're going to be up in there with some gloves on or you're going to come you're out there to, out of the bathroom again with the same thing. Come no. on up
13: there. I'm going to be there from 6 to close, 6 to close, and I bet you if you come up there tomorrow, I'm going to make a sandwich out your
10: You're going to do what?
13: I'm going to make a sandwich out your
10: who you think you talking to?
13: Yo, you said your name was Ralph, right? Don't be calling my phone with this b-
10: Hey, let me tell you something. All I'm saying to you is this right here. If I come up in there tomorrow and find out you ain't got them gloves on, you're going to mess around and get whooped. All right, going to
13: whoop my b-? You're going to whoop b- Six to ten b-? I'm going to be up there from six to ten, and I ain't going to call nobody. I ain't calling my brothers,
10: my cousins, my uncles, or nothing. I'm going to whoop b- by myself. Excuse
13: Thank me? you going to... You're going to try to take on a man? I'm going to whoop your b- by myself, that's what I
10: said. You need to get your little nasty behind in the bathroom and wash your hands six and, to keep, ten and put, a six or put one six of them nets ten. on your hands so you don't be coming up there f- and fixing people food like that.
2: Bring
13: your on up there, 6 to 10, you know where I work, 6 to 10, and I'm going to whoop your. Who do you think bitch. you're talking to? I don't even know who the you are, but I'm going to know your tomorrow. I'm going to know you tomorrow. Bring your on up there six to ten and I'm gonna whoop
10: yo I'm coming up there tomorrow
13: come on come I'm coming on. up there
10: tomorrow matter of fact I'm gonna show you how to be sanitized I'm gonna be with some gloves on do you hear me
13: you gonna be my and you steady talking about whooping my that's cool who. bring your up there and we gonna see who's gonna get they whooped what kind of man is you anyways to be talking about fighting you a woman? You, you a what what you call me a be? I'm
10: coming up there to see you tomorrow. Is you, go, is you going to be ready when I get up there?
13: What kind of You anyway, you going to call up here and tell me that you going to fight female over some hand wash. Bring your here and I'm going to show you what it is. 6 to 10, I'm going to be here at 6. Matter of fact, I'm going to be here at 5.45. Bring your up here at 5 o'clock in, and I'm going to whoop your Who do you think you're talking to? I don't give a going to talk to you. bring you up for tomorrow, 6 to 10, you going to see, you going to see what's up, I got I one more say. thing to say to you before I
10: come up there tomorrow,
13: I don't give a you got to say, I don't care, I'm going to whoop your say that, I got, I got one more
10: thing I need to what? say, what? listen what to me, to what, Are you listening,
13: what, what,
10: this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show,
13: who you, you say who, <laughs> <laughs> this <is> who, <laughs>
10: Hey, this Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You man. just got pranked by your co worker.
13: Man, you, man. See, man, y'all got me, man. <laughs> That's all right. 6 to 10 tomorrow, I got something for her. She's going to have to watch her back every hour. Every hour on the hour. I got something for her. I ain't going to hurt her, but I- I'm definitely going to do it in tomorrow. Believe that.
10: Was you ready, though?
13: I was, hell yeah. I was going to whoop <laughs> Man, you don't even know what you had in store for you. You're going to have your uncle to pull me off, and that probably wouldn't have been enough either.
10: Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby girl. What What's is what? what is the baddest radio station in the land?
13: You already know. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> 16, baby. Uh,
4: come on down.
13: Come on
1: down here. 16. I'm here. I'm here. Angel, I'm here.
5: come on down
1: here.
5: Come
2: on. Clean it. I gave you my hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on, come on.
3: 6 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> I start. Yeah. I usually come in five minutes early. Wash my hands. <laughs> mm.
0: Play too much, <laughs> nephew. Yeah. Mm. All right, y'all, check it out. Zone. Knoxville
1: Civic Auditorium. The nephew will be nephew will be there along with my boy Bruce. Bruce. That's Friday. That's this Friday, y'all. April 19th is going down. That's Good Friday. Good Friday, the nephew will be in the building, and then Virginia Beach Comedy Club, May second through the 4th They Y'all laying in the cut. I'm on my way now. Uncle Steve, check this out: Texarkana, Texas, Arkansas, right there on the border. The nephew yep. going to the Texarkana Convention Center. Now, uncle, um, tickets are on sale, uncle. Um. In Texarkana, if you you know you know, we got a lot of older people that don't want to go online and get no tickets. They want to physically go buy their tickets. So, he uh, gets on sale at the Miracle Closet and also at GQ Fashion. Uh-oh. <laughs> right there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The
2: right
3: miracle on. Closet. <laughs> yeah,
4: come
3: on. Because after you get it out of there, it's, that's how it's going to look on. <laughs> <laughs> like a miracle. And the GQ Closet. No, GQ Fashion. GQ Fashion and the Miracle mm. Closet. There it is. I'll be damned. <laughs> Tommy, you ought to go there and get your outfit from GQ and then wear it on stage. That'd be a great promotion, man. It'll prove that you love the city. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you, you ought to go me? get your outfit from GQ. Uh, yeah, man. yeah.
1: So, go in nice like the day before, soup, go on in and get me something nine to wear. Give yeah. <laughs> get, get me something out of Miracle Cloud and then give me something else out of GQ Fast. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. But. You've always taught me to have my outfit ready when I get to the city.
3: Yeah, but I want you to now, since they selling your tickets
1: go at down GQ by. Headquarters. Yeah, wasn't
3: nobody selling his tickets. I want you to go down there and buy your your outfit from them and wear it. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. They
5: probably got a nice yeah. crushed velvet outfit down there. you can
4: wear. Oh, Not cr- not the crushed velvet. Say, <laughs> so don't nobody
1: wear crushed velvet in, in April, I mid-May? Mean, a I lot of people got do, it. Tommy.
3: Yeah, they've been down <laughs> south, hey. <Yeah. laughs> They're white on Christmas.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hell, In L.A. Stop. too. No so. white.
1: Get your tickets at uh, Miracle Closet or GQ Fashion, or you can go online. Go to thomasmouth.com. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Click on Texarkana man, so and get your man. tickets. I will be hey. there Saturday for Mother's Day, Mother's Day weekend.
8: Tommy,
1: May Lim, what's up?
8: Who the dude on the taco truck selling the tickets that they can't keep over with? <laughs> 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 he keep moving on.
4: All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up, it is today's Strawberry Letter, subject something wasn't smelling right. We'll get into it right after
6: this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now
4: for today's Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more... Please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one live today.
1: Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter.
4: Subject, something wasn't smelling right. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a married associate pastor and my wife is a stay-at-home mom. Two months ago, I went to Africa on a mission trip, and when I came home, my wife was acting weird. She would be either really happy or really sleepy, so I thought she was having a nervous breakdown until one night I leaned into her to kiss her, and uh, I noticed a strange smell in her hair and breath. It was weed. I asked her if she had been smoking, and she denied it and got irritated with me for asking. After that, I started watching her closely and I snooped through her car. I found cigar wrappers, a lighter, and an ATM receipt under her seat. Uh, She told me that she had no idea how that stuff got in her car. (laughs) She she knows that I I don't condone marijuana use at all and definitely not in my home around my children. Thankfully, God revealed her wrongdoings and I was able to bust her in the act of smoking weed on the patio when she thought I'd be gone for a while. She has been living a double life and playing me for a fool. She came clean and started defending her smoking by saying that she smokes with a few of the ladies from our church and it's no big deal. Even though it's legal in our state, I still don't allow it in my home. She told me that my views are old school and I'm stuck on stupid. She said if she is to continue to take care of our kids and the home daily, she does not plan to stop smoking weed because it's therapeutic for her. I want her to go to counseling and or rehab, but she refuses. She said that as long as she does it away from the kids, it's fine. Am I the only one that thinks this is a huge problem? Please help. Oh, you're absolutely right. This is a huge problem because it's affecting your marriage. It's affecting your marriage in a major way. And it sounds like uh, it could be a deal breaker because your wife, your wife likes her weed, sir. She likes her weed, pastor uh it's disrespectful i think because you are a pastor and it's not a good look for you i get that even though she's smoking it with the ladies from the church the whole church will know in a minute i'm sure uh uh I, i i get that it's legal in your state you said that but you don't support it you didn't mention it but i don't think this is for any type of medicinal reasons or anything like that uh the issue i have is that you say you don't allow it or condone it in your home. Well, guess what? It's her home, too. It's her home, too. And uh, she lives there. She takes care of the kids all day. She takes care of the home and the children and She says she does not want to stop. So this is a major problem. You want her to stop. You don't condone it. You don't think it's cool. You don't want her to smoke it in in the house or around the kids. And she says it's therapeutic for her, and she's not going to stop. You want her to go to counseling. Have you suggested that to her, counseling or rehab? Well, yeah, you said that, but she refuses. You guys have a major impasse in your marriage. Uh, You're going to have to try and work this out. Uh, But if if you're not into weed smoking, and she is, I don't see this working. Absolutely not. Steve?
3: Well, Pastor, you don't believe in weed smoking, but she do. Mm. We have two different belief systems under one roof. You ain't going to have it because the way you found out, you started watching her closely. Snoop through her car, you found cigar wrappers, a lighter, and an ATM receipt. She told me she had no idea how this stuff got in her car. What I do know is I don't condone marijuana use, marijuana use, and it's all definitely not in my home around my children. Then he says, thankfully, God revealed her wrongdoings, and I was able to bust her in the act, smoking weed on the patio, when she thought I'd be gone for a while. Now, she's saying you're old-fashioned. Because her and some of the ladies from the church is smoking.
2: Hmm.
3: You don't allow it in your house. Told you your views is old school and you stuck on stupid. Hmm. Then she told you if you want her to continue to take care of them damn kids, she going to have to smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: she said. It's
3: so now let's get into why she got to smoke so much weed. <laughs> let's talk about your sermons, Pastor. Hmm. Mm. Are they good sermons or are they some sermons where people go, man, what time is it with the game is on? <laughs> so I'm thinking, I don't know, man. I don't I don't I don't really know how to put this to you except you're dealing with the situation here where your wife smoked weed and you don't. And I think the best way to do this is just a complete reenactment. Because we're not going to get to the bottom of this any other way.
4: (laughs) Amen. Shirley says
3: that she thinks that it is a problem because it's affecting your marriage. So we need to go on and act this out. (laughs) Jay been gone for a while, but I'm pretty sure he still remember. I'm here. I'm the pastor. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And you the weed smoker. Oh, how (laughs) perfect this is.
4: Yes, yes, yes. Amen.
3: Baby. Baby,
2: yeah,
3: baby, I would you were sleeping and I smelled your breath and your hair, um, and it smelled like weed. First, What's happening?
5: First of all, you have got to
2: stop yelling.
3: Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, clara Now ain't, ain't nobody yelling. <laughs> oh, Claire!
5: Claire, no, screaming all the time.
3: Girl, ain't nobody screaming. You don't smoke that it is, weed. Hey, all I'm
5: asking and, uh, is. You. It down
3: or not? Why are you telling me to take it down or not and you ain't here smoking dude, weed? Dude,
2: dude, dude, dude,
3: dude. Don't dude, dude me.
2: Dude, dude, dude,
3: dude man. This dude happens so hard. Every
5: hot. day. You, let me go preach and you stay here with these damn kids see if you're <laughs> smoking. Man, I'm telling you. This wow. ain't an easy job.
2: <laughs> baby,
5: yeah. when I married you, you didn't
3: smoke no yeah. weed. And I ain't going to have it sh- in my house now.
5: I'm not even smoking it. In- I'm outside behind the... I'm way <laughs> outside. I'm not even in the
3: house. Yeah, but baby, at night, it's on your breath and it's in your hair.
2: Look,
5: let me just say this. I don't know, but I'm sure weed was in the Bible. I don't know. I'm not sure. Bird and and where did you hang hear that? With at? 12 dudes and right. I smoked something.
4: Hold on, Clara and a uh, pastor. Clara! <laughs> 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 man. We'll, we'll have part two of this reenactment and of Steve's I'm response yelling. coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's Strawberry Letter is Something Wasn't Smelling Right. We'll be back right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All
4: right, guys. Uh, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. And uh, the subject is something wasn't smelling right. Steve.
3: So this pastor's married to this woman.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Went on a trip and came back, noticed she was acting kind of strange. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was always tired or just wasn't herself. So he's, one night he smells her hair and her mouth and smells like weed. Mm. Mm. So he says in the letter. At one point, let me pull it up because I want to quote it to you. (laughs) She said that she had no idea how the stuff got in her car. She knows that I don't condone marijuana use at all. Definitely not in my home. Thankfully, God revealed her wrongdoings and I was able to bust her in the act of smoking weed on the patio when she thought I was gone for a while.
4: Not much. This
3: ain't really trying to hide it, Pastor. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah. She out on the patio. So now here's the pastor confronting her. His beloved Clara. <laughs> who he did they didn't he didn't know she was a junkie.
2: So, a junkie. Clara.
3: Clara.
5: Yeah, man. What, what is no, now,
3: Clara, you're going to have to you gonna, you uh, gonna to pick your uh, head up. Reverend, now, look at me now. Re-
5: Reverend. <laughs> How's that, Reverend?
3: Clara. Clara, I'm shocked that you would go to these. Of knowing I'm against, I'm a man of God, and I'm against weed smoking. No. How could you, Clara?
5: Um, I'll tell you what. This, can we make a deal? I'm willing to see things your way. All right. But I'ma have to smoke what I got left to get rid of all these (laughs) snacks I got out there, okay? And as soon as that's gone, I'll quit, yeah.
3: I can't stand by here in good consciousness.
5: (laughs) And allow you to
3: smoke weed reefers in this here house.
5: Okay, I'm gonna, I'll give it a try to give it up. Um, (laughs) But I'm under a lot of pressure.
3: What type of pressure, Clara?
5: These kids, man. You you're not here with these. You don't. You have no idea. Clara, these kids is twenty nine and thirty two. That's what I'm talking about. They need to be out of here. Out. <laughs> but Clara, the kids have their own you?
3: apartment. Sweetie, what is wrong
5: with you? I don't want to disrespect you, daddy. I swear I don't. I don't. But. If you say do it your way, I'll give it a try. Mm. Nice,
4: yeah.
5: Because I don't want a joint to come between us, okay? (laughs) Now, where did you pick this
3: habit up at? Just tell me.
2: There's
5: a Jamaican that be out in back of the church. I don't know if you know about it. In back of the church? In back of the church. Well, what
3: are you doing back there?
5: Selling weed. <laughs> he asking
2: way too
5: many weed. questions. Selling weed. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: but Washington if it'll keep our, if it'll keep our relationship going, Aww. I'll give it up. But I gotta finish this last little bag. That I got.
3: Well, how much is in the bag? How many, how many I reefer's got, can you make out the bag?
5: I got. Well, I'm going to be honest. I got about two pounds left. What? As soon as, I, as soon as I go through that, done. Sarah, <laughs> two pounds of reefers? <laughs> you, what you in make the world? Where'd you like buy that lot. much?
3: That's distribution. Them charges.
5: <laughs> you you just making it sound like a lot. That's that's just a weekend's worth of weed. That
2: is, <laughs> is he killing I your Go butt? back to Africa. <laughs> Oh you.
5: my God! A
3: weekend's worth two pounds of.
5: Yeah, uh, I got, I got religious weed too, man. I got what is walk that? on the water. I got some of that. <laughs> got.
2: You got, you got some walk
5: on the water weed. Uh oh, I got some holy roly.
3: what back up, a little bit, Claire. Mm-hmm. Uh where did you find some walk on water? weed?
5: Jamaican in the back. Of the yeah.
2: boyaka, boyaka. I got some
5: booyaka, booyaka.
3: Can you get Jamaican on the phone for me?
2: Oh. oh,
5: no problem. Hold on. Hello, man. Why? Why? Why you want, man? Why um, you want?
3: Do you sell? Uh, um. 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 Uh, Reefus' uh, products to uh, Claire?
5: No, man. No, me not na- sell her nothing, man. Me run a tab. She not na- sell it. She running a tab. Oh. So well, how much she owe you? By $7,000
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> so $7,000.
5: But because it's your wife, I let her go and argue with her.
3: My wife owe you $7,000 oh, on reefs.
5: $7,000 in weed, man. But I tell you what she do. Every night when the sermon's over, she bring out a bottle of church wine and give out to me, man.
2: Oh. Mm. You sure
5: just I don't want to come wine. between your marriage, man. Me want. Well, you're
3: in it now, but what she bringing <laughs> just wine.
5: She bring wine, them little tiny cookies, she bring them too. Them little <laughs> <laughs> Little, they like, they're like very small, but you got to eat a lot of them for it to be tasty.
3: Boy, them ain't cookies. Them communion crackers.
5: Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Put some peanut butter on them, man. They good, I tell you. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: I'm,
2: I'm
3: tired of talking to you, because that that's
5: going go, to get bullshit to Talk to you later, man. All right,
4: guys, we got to get out of here. Uh, listen, you can email us or Instagram us at Steve Harvey FM if you want to comment on today's letter, or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up in 10 minutes from the talk, it will be our girl, the one and only Cheryl Underwood, right after
6: this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up Um, at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, from the talk, it
7: is our
3: girl. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl the Pearl Underwood. (laughs) You
7: better say it, Steve Harvey. My taste in Cheryl the Pearl. That's right. Is that is that my main man, Jay Anthony Brown? (laughs) Is that Jay Anthony Brown? What up, Cheryl? How you doing, Jay? Jay, what? Uh Stop playing. I need my suit for Easter. Man, stop playing. I told you I need the six buttons on the vest with the double breasted junk. Stop playing, Jay.
2: He can do it. You Won't know you be, be no making them suits.
7: Uh, yeah, well, I think I'm about a I think I'm about a 38 long Tommy. So you know what I'm saying? And I need it wide in the stomach. Stop playing James <laughs> <and> it <Brian. laughs> Wider in the stomach.
8: Wide yeah, you, the stomach. Know,
7: you know you don't talking am talk about You know the stomach is not going down. Everything else is going down. Breast going in down. in the stomach. Wide yeah. the stomach. All that well, fat I'm a, I'm a is going best, in the men. That's
5: make you look thin, I'm going to give you
7: a best, Yeah, but the I need 6 to 8 buttons on my vest James brown. Bring that little chalk thing you be cutting stuff with. I told you I need a Steve Harvey sunrise service silk ensemble. Silk. 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 That's right. I need silk on when I go talk to the Lord. Resurrection weekend. man. Same. Hey, Boy, had a girl. report came out. Had a Mueller report came out. Today. It comes out to- today. It's come yeah. out today. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, that dude did the same thing a long time ago when H.W. Bush was in the White House. Sure and
2: He yeah.
7: did. not he cover for him? Jay cover mm. for him. I'm in the Republican Party. I know all the inside stuff. He going to cover for this one. And the only way we can get him out of office, we need to vote him out of office. And I don't give a doggone that Bernie Sanders is number two. And, and what is, what's his name? Buda Ledge? What the name? Buda Judge. Uh, oh, it's still a speculation. Pete Judge. Well, mm-hmm. I I like him. I, I mean, too. as a young dude, but too. he got some racial issues he got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Got some gentrification issues he got to deal. See, we got to look at everybody. I'm still going for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That's the money team right there. <laughs> that's the money. Mm-hmm. What, y'all, y'all ain't for Joe, Joe Biden? Biden? He, he, he hasn't so an announced he formally yet. He he, Joe
4: Biden has issues, too, Cheryl, though. Anita, and Hill. Because, Anita Hill and Westy. Well,
3: The stupid Democratic Party Mm -hmm. is calling him on everything. That's true. Yeah, the Republicans would never do that.
7: Nope. They never doubt do. everything. We want to win by any means necessary. That's, it. That's, it. That's why we let this sucker be in our party, Donald Trump's, with his children. And you can go to Africa as many times as you want to, and they ain't gonna make us feel better about you. And we want our reparation money. We got a list of everybody that got reparation money. See, I, I done switch my side on this one. We need our coin for reparation. Everybody ain't got money. The Indians ain't got money. The Japanese ain't got money. And they should have. All the people should have got money. Don't be playing us talking about you want to put together a panel or something like that. What yeah. you going to do? But I don't care what anybody do. Trump need to get out of office. I'm saying it as a Republican. Need mm-hmm. to get out of office. I don't care how many bars he get up there. Roseanne Barr, William Barr, whoever it is, <laughs> that ain't going to cover for him with this foolishness that's going on. Not on Resurrection Weekend. See, that that ain't that just ain't going to happen. But, but, Steve, what was you finna say about Joe Biden's And even President Obama say it's a circular fire, y'all just shooting at each other. How stupid is that? They need to get together and back one person. What was you finna say, Steve Harvest? I wasn't gonna say
3: nothing except that we're tragically making mistakes as a Democratic Party Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. now we're dogging Biden about his past behavior Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, man, making him have to pay for something he did years ago, Mm -hmm. which the Republicans never
2: do. Nope they mm-hmm. never do they. that man no, they let bygones be bygones <laughs> yeah. I mean man
3: they, yes. look at this this dude they don't care man
2: mm-hmm. they and I'm telling win. you man
3: everybody else has to pay except Republicans they get together and they said don't worry about that's it right. and that's what that's they've right. done
2: mm-hmm.
7: it's crazy. and they squash it they squash, and the Democrats need to get together and they need to squash it. They need to sell all their difference behind closed doors. They need to come out, back one person, mm. then say, okay, it's just like we do in Greekdom. You're gonna run a slate, then everybody's gonna run together, you know, and then we're gonna make it work. This resurrection weekend, first we gonna we're gonna forgive, we're gonna stay focused. And I'm just glad, let me say this too, while I lose my whole train of thought. We glad that they're giving a billion dollars for Notre Dame. But I'm gonna need somebody to go down to what is Abelusis, Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana. Uh-huh. They got Mm-hmm. 1.3 mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we need uh, some yeah, money over there too mm-hmm. and i'm glad that everybody coming together i'm glad everybody got love in their heart but then after resurrection weekend is over then i need us to get back to work i need us to get through these primaries i need us to yes. start electing yes. the right people then i need us first of all nancy pelosi i need you on nothing but celery water and air for the rest <laughs> of your life because you are mm-hmm. the only one putting a foot in I'm sorry, Carla Pharrell. Stop huh. looking at me. You're the only one getting that <laughs> trunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. I, yeah. I believe she was in Game of Thrones when they first started last week. Girl, <laughs> yeah. that's funny, Boy, I believe she was flying on one of them dragons, sitting in that chair with all the swords in it, because Nancy Pelosi is no joke. I, I like Nancy Pelosi. She's yeah. got, man, she is one of them people that be getting in your path. You can't even play the dozens with her, because she digging your whole family business and everything. <laughs> that's <laughs> why Trump can't it. No, come your over mama here. does that's right. Uh-huh. Don't even do it. What y'all finna do for Easter though? What y'all finna do for Easter? Go to church. Dude, what y'all go doing church, for Easter? No. You know I mean? Go to church. Wow, girl, yeah, go to church. DLB I go to bedside else. Baptist. Yeah, I go to bedside Baptist. You I go don't to go, the you you know sermon on, on Easter the Sunday. Yeah, you know, you know, I be, I be trying to motivate myself on, for sunrise service. I'm most already up.
3: Not Sunday of the year. Man. Mm-hmm. That's
2: nice. right. Girl,
7: That's right. You mm-hmm. know what I really go for. The little eggs, the boy egg. I punch a baby in the stomach for a boy <laughs> egg. <then> I, uh, <laughs> <yeah, laughs> I will, the Brown, and I have a salt shake, a salt and pepper shake in my pocket, and I hit them eggs. the stomach. Baby Dude, I punch a baby in the stomach. I be, stop crying. <laughs> they go to Easter Bunny. Stop crying. you go going to throw up your little jelly bean. Oh, <laughs> ah, that's
8: messed up.
7: Since I'm five years old, I've been taking blood pressure med cholesterol in them boiled eggs. I, I eat the yolk and the white. Thank nice. you, Cheryl.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. We
7: love you, girl. Yeah, Is it time for me to go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to get Y'all making out of me leave because I said I'll punch a baby <laughs> in the stomach. No, no. We just
4: got to go. You know how it goes. Coming up at the top of the hour, oh it's man. Carla's Reality
1: Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. She is here, Carla Farrell, with what reality update?
0: With what? That's right, nephew, reality update. All right, here we go on Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion oh show part dos, part mm. two. Oh. Okay, wow. so NeNe, wow, she was clowning on this she particular. Shady, wasn't she was not she? Yeah. Clowning, ain't the yeah, listen to this one over here. Steve. Child, yep. Cha please. Listen, Nene said that uh she and Greg may actually get a divorce. <gasps> what? Um, yeah. Yeah. Say what Greg, now? Yeah, Nene said that her and Greg may get a divorce. Now on the reunion show, she actually... Greg was a guest on this particular mm-hmm. uh, part of the reunion show. And he doesn't want to get a divorce. But Nini said that her marriage had problems before Greg was diagnosed with colon cancer. And she also mentioned that he cheated in the past and that Greg was grouchy while being sick. She went on and uh, on and on. Yeah, there were some hello. issues. Hello. Yeah, yeah, cancer kind of makes your out, mood man. change, yeah, I would sick. think. Yeah, he has colon cancer. Mm-hmm. So anyway, take a listen when Andy uh, talked to Nene about the possible separation between her and her husband Greg. Take a listen.
5: Do you wish that she had not revealed that you had cheated? Um... That was so long ago, that, that really just doesn't have any weight. Uh, the hurt from that got removed from me a long time ago. Um, maybe it didn't get removed from you.
0: Maybe. maybe.
5: Greg, NeNe made it sound like you were the one asking for separation when she was talking to Cynthia at Eva's wedding. Is that what happened?
0: You know, I can't recall exactly what it was, but we were into it. I went to the wedding alone.
5: Well, I was getting dressed so I thought I was going
0: he couldn't go not arguing with me
5: you ditched him
0: yes Ooh. yeah so uh, I, you know i think greg was a cool. a little uncomfortable about it but he oh, loves National Nene. TV, yes yes. <laughs> yes and he talked about maybe they nini kind of reveals a little too much mm-hmm. you I mean, know they, they both talked got about dirty
5: laundry that. they both do they really do yeah
0: good. yeah but yeah. he you know you're rooting for him you're rooting for greg to mm. stay strong and mm. to beat colon cancer, and I hope they work their marriage out. I really, really do. Uh, moving on, Nene was acting mean on the show. You know, she was mean, she was short, you know, with mm-hmm. the other cast members on the show, and the new cast member, she's a friend of the show. Her name is Tanya, and she was introduced to the group by Nene, and she says that when you become friends with the other ladies in the group, it's like mm-hmm. Nene will dismiss you. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so, uh has oh. oh. been happening. Yeah, so Portia and Cynthia kind yep. of agreed with Tanya. Would well, you think so too, Steve?
2: Go ahead. Oh uh, hell
3: yeah! Cause see what's happening there.
2: <laughs> see, we'll break it down. See,
3: Steve. see here. See, let me help y'all. Uh
2: huh.
3: Nene is uh what you call uh you know just one of the, I don't know the name of it. One of them people where
8: narcissist. Yeah, of attention. Yep, yep narcissist.
3: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. see, oh, narcissists well. are very close to the word <laughs> narcotics. Okay. And see, oh, once, once you get involved with narcotics, <laughs> then it's just all about you. No you way. don't give a damn about your family or nothing. Thus mm-hmm. the word narcissist. Mm-hmm. And so when she just wants you to love her, once you go get nice. somebody else, she play you hard to the left. Because wow. it's going to be about you. Nene now.
4: Yeah. Well, I, I have to say, I still I love Nene. I, I like Nene. I love I her. Do.
0: She has Nini some issues. Nene is star though. of the show. She yeah. really is. Yeah, she yeah. is. And Nene, she kind of whispered to Andy that you know the women were working really hard for their peaches, trying to say you know they just coming after her on on this particular reunion special, but. She also talked about her behavior at the bi-wig party. You remember the whole closet gate? Oh, yeah. She mm-hmm. had to explain her behavior. You remember when Nene ripped the uh, shirt off the cameraman, pulling him back <laughs> so he could not yeah. film what was going on with her closet and Portia and Candy and all that drama. Well, who Nini, was in the closet? Uh, uh, candy and Portia. But Nene admitted she had a natural R-Kill. breakdown.
2: <laughs> Did you say I can <laughs> <R-Kill. laughs>
0: He over there too the club? <laughs> So long story short Portia uh-huh. was very hurt By Nene Just dismissing Aww. them And 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 she said you know what We prayed for you We thought we were your friends You know we prayed for you My family prayed for you My man prayed for you And then here you are treating us all like this It just wasn't genuine Take a listen to Portia She's really pouring our heart out to Nene Take a mm-hmm. listen
7: We were there for you and we genuinely pray for you and your husband. Your main issue is you don't know how to accept the support from your friends. All all of us. Yes. That is hurtful. Like, that makes me feel like any experience I have ever had with you was fake. So many times since we've been on this Mm -hmm. couch, which is brand new to me, that we are not friends. Okay? So just understand what you're doing. You think it's all nonchalant and cute, but that. hurts because me and my fiance have prayed for you and my mother, all of us. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you would sit here now and give a big to all of us is very hurtful. Wow.
0: What's your response? No response. No response? I, I can you no.
8: that.
0: You're just shut That's down. That's fine. I
8: just
5: had to break done. through the bullshit.
7: That irritate me.
5: What's wrong? <laughs> so what do you want? I thought she I just know. poured her heart out well, to you. Know. Know. Out well, what, what do you, know. you want me to say? I, she I, wants to say If someone poured their heart out to me, I might have a response. Right. I don't know. I'd call me crazy. Well, no okay, it He
1: bitter. He just yeah. bitter. Well, no response. isn't response. NeNe is just bitter.
2: That is. Yeah. She, I don't yeah, think yeah, she's bitter. She
5: just feels that they're attacking her and they're all mm-hmm. ganging up on her. And every time they do a reunion show... It's always about Nene did this, Nene did, and I... Well, I it was can, just
8: like the one from last year. The same mm-hmm. reunion
2: yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. He's it's the, the same. Line line. On, <laughs> Junior, you're fact, right about you right show from it's last year. The, <laughs> same <laughs> last year. the
4: same damn lines I heard last year. Nene knows how to get you to talk yes, <laughs> about she does. her. She knows yeah, how
3: I mean, to keep uh, her name like out said, there. She is the star yes. of the show. Well, She knows
0: exactly what she's doing. She knows
3: exactly what she's doing. She does what she wants to do. Yes. But if anybody call her on it, then you get, like she said, no comment. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, you yeah. leave a man with cancer? Damn, that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, thought it was that's, too
1: deaf-didder's part, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah and sickness and, and, health. and health. You remember yeah, those vows? You're yes. yes, no, yes. not even waiting until he gets well. Under God. I mean, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hit me up, social media, at Lips by Carla. Tell me what you think. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. Was Nene wrong? For uh, no response and Portia, you know, pouring her heart out. So just hit me up. We can talk about it. And also there's some rumors on the show that they're going to shake up the cast (laughs) of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Phaser may be coming back. Kenya may be coming back. Shamari DeVoe may get demoted. Uh, Cynthia may be gone. It's all kind of rumors out there. And uh, I heard Marlo is definitely moving up. And Marlo may get promoted. All right, uh-huh. hit me up at Love by Carla. We'll be back at 20 after the hour. You're
6: listening, listening to the listening, Steve Harvey listening. Morning Show.
4: All right, in today's trending news, you can pre order your copy of the Mueller Report now on Amazon.com. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh,
3: we wow. got to
1: get that. We oh, got okay. to order that. No. We order it Are that. you serious?
5: Yeah.
3: Are you serious? Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, will yeah. it be redacted? Yeah, it's
4: going to be. I know it is. A lot mm-hmm. of black lines, a lot of black lines through it. Officially subtitled, titled The Report on the Investigation into Russian Interference in the 2016 presidential election. Guess what? It's priced at $9.20. That's less than twenty
5: dollars Oh, okay. Young know is sticking it to Trump, man. Uh,
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's priced at ni- you can get uh, 9.20 for paperback, 7.99 for the Kindle edition. Uh, noted attorney Alan Dershowitz uh, wrote the introduction. The report will be released by the Justice Department today, but it is hard to say when it will actually be available for sale. Amazon lists April 30th as a release date, but then notes that it's just a placeholder, adding, "We will publish our edition of the Mueller report." as soon as possible after it is released to the general public by the man. Department of Justice. Wow, guys. Oh, my god. We can go right mm. to Amazon again?
5: Right to Amazon. I'm about to get so that's many crazy. copies of these. Yeah. That thing going to be so redacted, it's going to oh. be the color of George Wallace's mama.
1: Mm. You're going to get I one not? Jay! <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And Amazon fast. They have it next day. You're going to yeah. get it Amazon <laughs> don't
2: play with <laughs> you, man. They make you it
1: that's quick. That's
4: right, Tommy. <laughs> Amazon Prime. (laughs) You
0: get it real quick.
4: All right, and moving on. I I love this story. Time magazine has released its annual Time 100 list of the 100 most influential people in the world. Time selected Dwayne Johnson, the rock, the actor, Mm. uh, Nancy Pelosi to to grace one of six different covers on the issue, and guess who also made it? Our girl Gail King. Yeah, Gail. go ahead, Gail.
1: Robert. Yeah, Robert. Robert.
4: Yeah,
2: Robert. Robert.
4: Also among those making this year's list: LeBron James, Mark Zuckerberg, Regina King. Yes, yeah, yes. yes. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yes. William Barr, Pope Francis, Robert Mueller. <laughs>
5: What about our fearless <laughs> leader? Can he make the
4: list? Uh, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading. Leader. Michelle Obama, Lady Gaga, Tiger Woods, and Emilia Clark from Game of Thrones. You know, Khaleesi what is this
2: Daenerys. list
3: for, oh, Carla? It's the Time, time.
4: list of 100 uh, most influential, influential people in the world. Time magazine.
1: Oh no, you're mm-hmm. not gonna be in that. Why <laughs> you, you you're not
0: gonna be, on there? Not gonna be in
3: No, they he don't. This Time magazine, they don't consider me influential. In
0: but you are you are, serious? Steve, but you, you are. are. But you are, Blanche.
4: your <laughs> eye in
0: that
1: chair. <laughs> That's why we doing it, boy. Cause you only. But own you it, are,
0: Steve. You are. <laughs> You're a very influential. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. see are you why he would say that. How
5: yeah. you know, How you think we eating? Thank yeah. you. Hello. We want you to and be. And you influential. influential
1: on Jet. You influential <laughs> on Ebony. You influential <laughs> on Essence. Mm. You inf- What's that other one? He influenced?
8: Hip hop. Mm. That don't that don't bother you nothing.
1: Nah, the gang. source, what's man. that? <laughs> the source. Black. Does what me, Junior?
8: I was just asking. You know, like you, you didn't even think
4: about this list. No. There it is, is. Yeah, yeah you're influential okay, so. to us, honey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we love and you. Your yeah. And your fans. And your fans.
3: I mean, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I owe them everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. of course, I am. I'm excited, but I don't. I
1: don't know if i will be on the list of influentials. So. Mm.
5: Don't be like that, Nini.
4: Well, there's always next year.
1: He always liked this after he do his taxes. <laughs> Y'all just had to... Be uh-huh.
4: right oh, oh, that it's, was it's Monday. A Monday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he
4: is kind of okay. somber, yeah. Yeah, he is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, shout out hey, to Gayle King. Dog. Yeah. yeah. Robert, and King. Robert. Boy, Robert. We'll be back with more <laughs> of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Well, yesterday it was all about Beyonce. Uh, Shout. Yes, wasn't it though? Beyonce delivered again. Yeah, man. she did. I mean, she's always doing special things for her sp- for her fans, and yesterday was no different. She delivered a special gift to her fans overnight. Queen Bee dropped a forty-track. Did you hear me? Forty-track live wow. album to yes. coincide with her new Coachella Netflix netflix concert film okay it's called homecoming a film by beyonce 40 songs
8: 40
5: 40 there's some dudes in the basement right now i can't finish that one damn song Been on you let beyonce do 40. Who does
4: this? 40
5: yes. so that's my age. 40 tracks yes. yeah
4: homecoming <laughs> uh the live album was released shortly after midnight to streaming services and includes wow. a brand new song Uh, The album was recorded at her 2018 headline performance at Coachella. That was last year, of course. Now, Steve, Mm -hmm. you're going to love this. There's a bonus track on the album. It's her cover of Frankie Beverly and Maze's Before I Let Go. Mm.
7: Got to hear it.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hear it. She put a little New Orleans beat with
2: it. I bought the album. I'm of ready. Course. <laughs> all 40 uh, tracks. We know you did. Yeah, all <laughs> 40 tracks. Already yeah. already know wow. yes. 40 tracks. In the car
8: right now waiting. Yeah.
4: I haven't had yeah. a chance to watch the special yet. I plan to do that this weekend, of course, though. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. I'm going to yeah.
3: do some. Well, my girl will be back home. Oh,
5: yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I watch it with uh, the sound. We're
3: going to really lay around naked a lot, so. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh,
1: oh. You ain't got this special time. <laughs> Let me just be real with you.
8: What time that's gonna be? So I don't call.
1: Yeah, so we don't what? pop up over there. And I'm
5: anymore. telling
3: your ass not to call no time. And you already can't pop over my house. Try.
5: Wow. He's oh, playing, coming on. in yeah. with my eyes shut.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. But congratulations though to uh, Queen yeah. B Beyonce. I mean, forty
0: tracks, forty. Damn. Yes. Yep. She's yep. A that's, that's yeah. amazing.
4: She said she ballooned up to two hundred and eighteen pounds with the twins and mm-hmm. uh, she had to have an emergency C section. These mm-hmm. are some of the things she talks about in which, the uh, which
0: makes you bow down bow, to her yeah. even more. Yeah because she did that and then did Coachella the next year. Right, the next that's year. A bad girl, baby. Right.
4: She had yes. eight months to get into Coachella shape and she did Whoa. it. Eight months, she did it. <laughs> she said she didn't eat any carbs, any meat, any sugar, any fish.
1: Just so, got What that,
4: What that leave? <laughs>
2: Leaves. <laughs>
1: what,
4: what's that?
2: Leaves. seeds. All
4: right, we'll be back with a close. Uh, today's been a good day. Um, we'll be back to close out the show. What yeah. <laughs> With Steve's closing remarks coming up at 49 after the hour. Right
6: after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we
4: are, last break of the day.
3: Once again, it's about sharing uh, the things that I've learned along the way. And one of the things I think is very important that we should talk about, we should talk about blame and excuses. Um, Blame and excuses. I'm telling you, man, they serve no purpose. Excuses, first of all, are only good for the person that's providing them. It does nothing for the person who receives it. Have you ever had somebody tell you a reason why they didn't do something and you were counting on them to get it done? And they gave you an excuse as to why? Okay, here's somebody supposed to pick you up in the carpool for work. Now, you done gave your car to your spouse so they could go do what they want to do. Now, you sitting there waiting on the carpool to come pick you up. They don't pick you up. Now they late. Man, I had a hard time getting up this morning, man. I'm glad, but I'm here though. Whoa, man, that's an excuse. What do you mean you late? You had a hard time getting up. I'm sitting up here waiting on you to pick me up and you come 45 minutes late. Now I'm late for work. See that excuse? That does okay for you. I was sick this morning. I didn't feel up to it. That excuse works wonderful for you, but the person receiving the excuse gets nothing you've got to remove excuses from your vocabulary and your walk in life. See, I don't really accept excuses from anybody in my camp. If you're an employee, you work for me, I don't do excuses because I don't give none. Today, for example, I'm not feeling real well. You know, my signing assistant kicked in, I'd had a troublesome night last night. I'm not feeling well. But guess what? I came to work on the radio today. And I'll do these two shows I got to do today. Because I, I heart, they don't care about my excuses. People who are looking for me to wake them up in the morning, give them a laugh, or give them a thought starter, they're not looking for my excuses. They're just looking for the results. The excuses don't do me no good. Now, there's some days all of us are not up to par. We're not 100%. But... I'm not, I don't care about the excuses. I don't accept excuses because I don't give excuses. The other thing I remove from my life is blame. And once you blame another person, man, this is what happened with blame. Blame and excuses, listen to me. Finger pointing does nothing. Because you've heard the old saying, every time you point your finger at a person, you notice there's three of them pointing back at you. Once you are in the blame business and the excuse business, you forfeit your chance for growth. I'll give you an example. If you're always talking about it's somebody else's fault, and you always have an excuse why something didn't get done or accomplished, guess what? Now you can't grow. You can't grow, you can't fix it, because the reason why it didn't happen or the reason why you didn't accomplish it is because you blame someone else and you have an excuse. Once you start accepting blame and excuses, you forfeit your chance for growth. You kill any chance for change. Sometimes all you have to do as a person is search within yourself and find out what it is about you that you could change that could start producing a better result. But if you always blaming somebody else and providing and accepting excuses from yourself and other people, guess what you've done? You've killed your chance for change. Sometimes you could be doing a whole lot better in life if you would just change. If you would search yourself and change something about you, you would be doing so much better. If you just search yourself, stop allowing excuses to be a part of your makeup and stop allowing blame to be a part of it and you would discover a lot of this is just you. It could be you. Another thing that blame and excuse it does, it allows you to fail favorably. You know, man, you can just get all right with failing. You can fail favorably because it ain't my fault. And I didn't do it because it was cold outside. So, ta-da, you allow yourself to fail favorably. That's an ugly spot to be in. But blame and excuses allows you to fail favorably. Like, it's okay to fail because it ain't my fault. Because I have an excuse and it's their fault. Blame and excuses, man, is a very, very dangerous thing out there. Also, blame and excuses promotes a climate of failure. It just premiates, man, throughout your life. And next thing you know, you ain't accomplishing nothing. Because if blaming, blame and, and excuses are part of your makeup, you now have promoted a climate for failure. It's okay. It's okay because I have a reason why. Why you didn't finish school? Because it was too cold to go. Why you didn't finish school? Because that test was too hard. I didn't study them two pages. I thought they said the first chapter. She questions us on the first three chapters. I didn't hear that. That's the only reason I failed. And you get all right with it. When you're no longer the reason why something happens, you no longer have control over what happens. Let me say that to you one more time. When you're no longer the reason why something happens, you ain't got to take responsibility. You're not the reason. Stop allowing blame and excuses to enter into your makeup. They serve nobody any good, especially you. Those are my closing remarks. All good. right now. Good day. Uh, have yourself a good week. <laughs> oh, you better. You better.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna
3: go with it today, and man. I'm gonna clap for my damn Ooh, self just Come yesterday. on, Donald <laughs> Trump. Come on, Steve. Come on. That's what the president does. Yes, mate. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> y'all uh-huh. have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.